Welcome back to the Florida History Podcast. I'm Carter Krishnire. And I'm Robert Bucciolato. Robert, let's talk a little bit about the first presidential visit to Tallahassee as the state capital on record, which took place in 1899. And it was President William McKinley visiting Tallahassee. But it was what you would call a brief visit uh, in in March of uh, 1899. March 24th, I believe, was the date uh, of 1899. It was, though, historically the first visit of a president, sitting president, to the Florida State Capitol. Not only that, but it would be, um, as we talked about off air, it would be the last uh, presidential visit by a sitting president for uh, quite a long time. I mean, we were trying to rack our brains to figure out uh, when the next president was, which I, I think it was either uh, Nixon when he came to campaign in Tallahassee for Claude Kirk in 1970, or it might have been um, uh, Jimmy Carter when he came in 1980. So it was a very, very long time, and um, that might shock some people because Florida, uh, up until recently, has been the you know the the swing state of all swing states, and so um, it would be silly to say that a sitting president neglected Florida because every single sitting president has been to Florida time and time again. I wrote a book about it. Um, there's a lot of evidence of presidents being here in Florida, but for whatever reason, whether it's just the, the, for the longest time, the democratic dominance of Tallahassee or the, the sort of smallness of its size, it's, you know, population about 300,000 during college game season. So it's, it's not a huge, uh, metropolitan, um, might've been things that had dissuaded uh, a sitting president from making the journey. However, uh, William McKinley was finishing up his uh, first term. You got to remember that there was a lot of uh, activity, military activity in Florida during this time period. It was, um, I I believe the Spanish-American War was getting ready to gear up or or I had just actually ended rather and so uh, he was making uh, a trip through the southern states which were uh, decidedly not Republican which was you know his party he was the Republican uh, candidate and uh, he was making what you might have akin to a goodwill mission Uh, he was the sole Republican surrounded by bourbon Democrats um, on a, uh, oh, I'd probably say a, a not a very glamorous uh, front portico of the Capitol. It was um, still a little ramshackle at that time. It was uh, before they started to do their great rebuild of 1900 and 1901, which is what the historic Capitol looks like today. So um, the, the whole imagery of this visit, there's only a few photos of it is of McKinley in um, his presidential carriage. And uh, the the building looks kind of shabby, but everybody, every legislator, every page boy, they're all coming, they're all seeing, because um, at the end of the day, this was a time period where none of them had ever met an American president, um, whether they were the governor of the state or if they were a newspaper boy nearby. 
and it was a big deal. I mean, this was the man who was, you know, living in the house that George Washington helped design. You know, I mean, it was a, a huge thing. It was American royalty. Yeah, and so I have a, a piece from the New York Times. Uh, this is one of the benefits of being a New York Times subscriber. I can go into the archives and find anything. And this is uh, an article from March 25th, 1899, which was the next day. Um, the the, uh, the, the uh, 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 city on record is Thomasville, Georgia. But, you know, that's uh, <laughs> something that we have to live with in Florida in, in those days, right? Uh, uh, you didn't have news bureaus. You didn't have reporters uh, stationed in, in, in Tallahassee. So March 24th, President McKinley and a large party today made a flying trip to Tallahassee, Florida. The president has heard a good deal of Tallahassee, largely through President Frank Thompson of the Pennsylvania Railroad, who has a place there. And as the distance is only 60 miles to a rather interesting country, 60 miles from Thomasville, now we know it's about 30-something miles with a straight road in US 319, um, he decided to visit the ancient capital. Not quite sure why it was called an ancient capital by the Times, but that's what they called it. A special train was provided by the plant system and included two Pullmans, one extra coach, and a baggage car. It left Thomasville slightly after 10 o'clock and returned late this afternoon. The president was looking very well and was joined by a number of dignitaries, including Senator Mark Hanna and his wife. Mark Hanna, of course, one of the, I, I think maybe the founder of modern American politics, would we say, Republican senator from Ohio, who uh, was the first uh, um, the first elected official, first campaign operative. He was an elected official, but he was also, or he was an appointed official. The U.S. senators were appointed in those days by the state legislature. But he was the first master maestro of political machinery and and waging a national oh, political yeah. campaign. So Mark Hanna, incredibly significant figure in American history and really kind of uh, the patron of that, that era of the Republican Party. So... Uh, um, Hannah and Mrs. Hannah went with him, which makes sense because many in Washington deridingly felt, or not just in Washington, but around the country in political circles, felt McKinley was more, more or less a puppet of Hannah because he controlled the Republican Party. Uh, in Tallahassee, the party was received by Governor Bloxham and a local committee. The town had been elaborately decorated in honor of the president. Salutes were fired. An escort provided a regular program carried out. The party was driven first to the state capital where a large crowd from the town and surrounding country had assembled. On the portico of the state house, the entire party, including the governor and the Floridian committee, were photographed. And that's the photograph you refer to, which is in the state archives, by the way. And, and, and I uh, will provide a picture in the Florida Squeeze post that accompanies this. Uh, uh, we'll provide a, a copy of the picture photograph. Um the, a digital copy, obviously. Uh, after a brief rest, during which the ladies of the party received immense book, bouquets, violets, um, and violets, uh, immense bouquets of violets, excuse me, the party drove to the Leon House, where an informal public reception was held and an elaborate luncheon served uh, to about 100 person, persons, including Governor Bloxham. He was there, as was Judge Rainey of the uh, Florida Supreme Court. Uh, then uh, he went, and this is really significant, and this is contrary to the people he's just had lunch with and who he's just been photographed with on um, the portico. The president went to a large Negro college having about 300 students. That's the forerunner university of Florida A&M University. A band of music. We know how great the Florida A&M band is. I mean, they were probably just as great then. 
a, a local military company and an organization of students were assembled near uh, here in the president's honor. The president didn't make a speech, but he did make it very clear uh, uh, to go that he was going to uh, uh, make this symbolic visit to an African-American college because African-Americans then were the backbone of the Republican Party in the South, in the solid Democratic South, the Jim Crow South, if you will. And Florida had already passed its black codes, disenfranchising many of those voters. Um, an effort is being made to induce the president to visit Tampa. Uh, he is disinclined to make the trip, and unless he changes his mind, will be in Washington late next Tuesday. And uh, my understanding is he did not make that trip to Tampa, although, of course, his association with the plant line uh, is why uh, the uh, and the railroads is why they wanted him in Tampa. But uh, Robert, incredible piece of history and and little known uh, because he was in Tallahassee for only a matter of a couple hours. Uh, came from Thomasville, uh, had spent the previous night in Thomasville, spent the next night in Thomasville. But uh, really, an incredible happening in the growth and uh, lore of Florida's capital city. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and um, just a little uh, side note. Uh, my father-in-law is actually um, the great-great-grandson of the Comptroller of, of Florida, A.C. Croom. And uh, he would win um, election to that post uh, the, the following year. But uh, he was actually there. He was um, in the government at the time, and he had uh, very vivid memories of uh, that day that he would share with his his grandson and, and so um you know even even today um there's still a, a lot of uh you know memories about that day it was it was just a, a huge huge event for the state but really for the south as well this was uh, still a time where you know civ- uh, reconstruction only ended about you know, 20 years before so a lot of people were still living with the shame and the frustration of that uh, that era of American history. And obviously, famously, Florida and Tallahassee, by extension, has always prided itself on being the only state that didn't uh, get conquered. So um, in some sense, it was um, it was a little bit of. Um, you know, an olive branch that here is a Republican president, the the party of Lincoln, who is coming and is um, ingratiating himself in an you know an enemy camp, as they see. And it, at the same time, he's going and he's meeting with African Americans who are trying to make something of themselves in the Jim Crow South, um, and and really just trying to. Uh, you know, uh, commune with both sides of the coin. And it's uh, a great encapsulation of um, this really odd time in American race relations and in um, political dynamics that the, the, the family of America is experiencing at this time. Great. Thank you once again for listening to the Florida History Podcast. We will be back with you next week.